Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited because I have a brand new series that I have been working on um, these past couple of weeks, and I'm really, really eager and excited to share with you. It's full of truth, so much transparency. I mean, I'm literally going to be providing you um, a complete naked version of myself through this series. And this series is entitled The Healing Series. And of course, it is broken down into three parts. And I'll go further into sharing those details in just a minute. So I'm so excited for myself to be back on air with all of you. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Let's start off with our morning prayer. Thank you, Father, for positioning this platform in Christ. And thank you, Father, for placing all those who have trusted you as your Savior and allowing us to fellowship through this network as brothers and sisters. Thank you that we are members of your body and we are being built up together as your holy dwelling place. Father, we pray that as the wickedness in the world seems to be increasing and the love of many has grown so cold, that you would continue to unite us in living fellowship and seek your peace, your word, and forgiveness when we fall short. I pray that this message is delivered in your likeness and pleases you, Father, that our hearts receive it with love, and as we continue on within our day, our week, that we hold each other up in prayer in Jesus' name. So again, I am just so excited. This time of isolation, again, we have been all going through um, this abrupt change in our lives because of COVID-19. And I was able to, why I am, using this time to really become in tune of my entire being, of my existence, of my spirituality, of who I truly am. And I have to say that although it has been a challenge, in essence, it has been self-rewarding because I've taken the most of this horrible situation and try to turn it into something positive. And that's so important whenever you are going through a lifetime journey of healing. And again, as I stated, I will have three parts to this healing series this morning. The first one um, is entitled Consequences of Living an Unhealed Life. Um, we're talking about living a broken generational journey or having that originality and that spiritual clarity, laws of attraction, all those things that can be altered because we may be living an unhealed life. Um, before we get started, I just want to um, share with you some exciting news. Um, as I stated, I have been walking through this isolation and just really becoming more in tune with myself and listening to the Holy Spirit and just growing and I'm loving so much of who I am becoming. It's truly amazing. My journey in mental health has opened my eyes and my heart and my emotions to so many levels of understanding it's unbelievable and you can hear it in my voice I'm just so excited about this journey and sharing it with all of you it's just so exciting um but one of the the projects and and the passion and purpose um that has come to me what started probably Mm, the end of December-ish and I have been researching and, and really going into work and putting myself out there and really nurturing this new project. So I have my own coffee business and guys, I want to tell you it is so rewarding. Um, one of my friends noted that when you go into business for yourself, you're not worried about the money. And that's so important because every project and everything that I have excelled in or I've promoted or I've started, it became um, my purpose um, to inspire and to motivate and leave a legacy of endurance and, and persistence to my daughter 
And it's such a great feeling. I've never gone into a project or started something with the notion of stardom or or getting rich or becoming, you know, famous for this. I always start and I and I will always start and I will always continue to live that that feeling of just promoting self endurance and self-confidence and being, you know, just living a life with a purpose and having that passion burn with fire and desire because God has given you that insight and that feeling of passion is just more than money can ever provide. So without further ado, the the name of my coffee business is Cup of Doves Coffee. And from the moment I pre-launched it, um, I guess about a week or two ago on a weekend, it has been amazingly growing. I have been busy, but good busy. I've been filling orders and and it just feels so amazing. So now, as you are having your coffee in Christ with your Krishna Janae, you can have your cup of doves coffee and Christ with Krishna Janae. So you can definitely go on my website and you can purchase or you can DM me, you can text me, you can call, you can email, and I would definitely place your order. But it just is just truly rewarding to hear the feedback and how people are saying this you know, coffee is just so soothing. And that's what I want. That's always what I wanted. Even through this podcast show, I just want to soothe your soul and motivate you, inspire you and welcome you into my world as I even go through struggles and challenges in my life to grow and to just fulfill the purpose of being an inspiration, you know, behind writing Dove. We all know that the Dove signifies a message, a spiritual message. And it was no coincidence from the color, you know, purple to me being diagnosed with Crohn's and that's their um, national color of endurance and royalty and, and just rising and, and continuing to push through certain things and using my testimony through life just to spread a message and, you know, being a poet, being a writer, just inspiring and, 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 guys and ladies it just feels so good and I want to commend you thank you for believing in me and just listening to those messages in whatever capacity whatever state that you may be in with an open mind and open heart so without further ado let's go ahead and get into this message that I've been dying to share so um living an unhealed life you know I posted um I think it was yesterday, um, no, a couple of days, I don't know, I don't remember, but um, I noted that, you know, I love to see others win. I mean, I absolutely love to spread love, I love to inspire, and I used to carry a spirit of offense and defense because my heart wasn't healed from life's trials and I wanted to guard it so bad and I've talked to a lot of you about this I shared this openly with you before in countless um, shows and I used to assume others could see through my lack of confidence I once held you know I used to take things so freaking personal I mean so freaking personal and I assumed others were attacking me that weren't even thinking about me until my healing started to take place in my life until I start transforming into this butterfly. I stayed in this cocoon longer than I should have, but I'm starting to understand it was all of God's process for me to come out stronger and better. You know, it's true healing true peace and true calm in my spirit. I no longer self-sabotage by assuming someone is attacking me or hold on to made-up grudges or create false animosity towards someone or, or people or persons that are just trying to live this earthly life with the spirit fighting to guide the flesh just like me. I had to learn how to embrace my originality, to accept why I was different. I had to embrace my transparent my transparency in order to accept my truths. I mean, I had to accept my hurt in order to heal. And I had to 
accept my immaturity in order to grow. And lastly, I had to recognize my broken soul in order to know my redeemed spirit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to always continue to face challenges. I'm going to have temporary lapses and and relapses in this judgment. But I am proud to say that every single day I may fall. I have the ability to recognize that it's time for me to get up right in and there and not prolong that growth and that decision and that redemption. Um, So don't let your doubt or your misunderstanding create wars between you and someone that are just trying to imitate Christ. The truth is we will always fall short because of our flesh, but we can all be redeemed because of his love. Embrace one another's original uniqueness. Heal in order for you to embrace your own uniqueness and personal experiences. See, living an unhealed life brings about unhealthy relationships. It brings about those unhealthy emotions like that offense and the defensive spirit. It brings about broken generations and you have no positivity. You have a life of heartache. It's like that laws of attraction, you know, and and you continue to recycle that heartache. And then lastly, living an unhealed life is like having a lack of originality. You find yourself in limbo. You find yourself without passion, without that spiritual clarity. So I want to break each of these down and I like to get completely spiritual and soulfully naked with all of you. And what I mean by that is I want to share my struggles along with my victory in this journey to my healing. I want to share with you my life in this healing process. I want you to get inspired and excited and know that you can do this too. And I want to bring you along. Why not? It's you guys and gals that when I'm on the air that continues to fuel this fire and knowing that, you know, I'm doing, you know, my God given purpose. And so I want to invite you to have a front row seat to this woman that was once a little weak girl. And I continue to share with you on air my journey I have before. So this is nothing new. I I, I always want to make sure that I'm transparent and let you know that although I'm walking this spiritual journey, I'm still a body of flesh. Okay. So when we live an unhealed life, we tend to find ourselves in unhealthy relationships, literally from friendships, failed, you know, relationships or marriages or work relationships. You will find yourself surrounded by other hurt, broken people. So let's look at Proverbs 22 verses 24 and 25. It says, do not associate with the man given to anger or go with a hot tempered man or you shall learn his ways and find a snare for yourself. I mean, I used to always feel the need to have friends in my life. And it's kind of funny because I ran off a few and a few ran me off. But when I was broken and unhealed, the ones I ran off were the more solid ones. And the ones that ran me off were the least solid. Um, But I didn't see it and I couldn't see it at the time. I either ran those solid friends off because they had the courage to tell me when I was wrong or when I needed help. They had the courage to stand up for me when I couldn't stand up for myself. And to be honest, if they were destined to be in my life, yeah, they still would be here. But it still doesn't make them less of who they were in their solidarity. What I mean by that is they were still solid. They were still solid friends that were put there as an assignment and we will have seasonal occasional and lifetime friends okay it doesn't change their solidarity and there are some that are not solid those are the ones that ran me off but those that had the courage to stand up for me and and tell me what I needed to hear versus what I wanted to hear you know um 
I couldn't see it at the time. But I want to point out, they still had diplomacy. It's a big difference. When you're giving criticism, whenever you are redirecting, when you are trying to nurture someone and lift them up, you have to bring diplomacy. The difference is I wasn't healed, so I didn't see it as if. I saw it as criticism and offensiveness, and I used that opportunity to get defensive. But back to um, the solidarity and and the ones that I pushed away, Um, it just meant I made decisions out of hurt that, that caused their assignment in my life to end abruptly. And instead of our friendship assignment ending naturally and positively on God's terms, I caused it to end negatively on the devil's terms. You ever had friends where they were really solid and life just brought you guys completely different. I have a good friend. She lives in Alexandria and we were close throughout college when I tell you where you saw me you saw April and I mean it was just you know we were like I don't know together all the time and she always had my back and she was amazing and I know till this day if I called her up she's a successful accountant have her own business if I call her up right now um she had a birthday recently and just say hey I miss you um and I need you for something, she would be there. But our friendship just kind of naturally slowed down and we went different ways. That's a friendship assignment that ends naturally and positively on God's terms. We're still good friends, but we're not the best of friends because we're not there constantly with constant support. But I know spiritually that support is endless. That's whenever things, you know, kind of naturally goes in God's terms. But whenever things in negatively and on the devil's terms, you have done something or that person has done something to end it because you are too much in an unbroken, I mean, in a broken, unhealed state of mind and heart and state and things end very, very sour. Um, but it was always, and, and let me tell you this, those that ended, you know, negatively on, and on the devil's terms, I'm gonna be honest. It was always behind a bad relationship. I had found myself in countlessly times, countless times. I fell victim to these bad relationships. And my friends was just like, girl, this is horrible. This is not for you. And me being in the broken state that I was and the unhealed state I was, I did something again that ran them off. Okay. So, but why? Why did that take place? You know why? It's because I found a snare for myself in these bad people let me show you these true stories true story moment i told and i I told you i would give a front row seat and and get naked in my truth through this series um and actually i'm not scared to do so I'm, i'm very eager for you to come into that um that openness with me that space so I had a friend. Well, she's still my friend today because she was one of the solid lifetime friends. And thank God she is. Well, anyway, um, I was in an abusive relationship and I was in my senior year in college. I was young, um, trying to find myself, thought I knew myself. I was trying to find a way out in this relationship. I knew I had hit rock bottom in this relationship because I told myself I would never be in a relationship like this. It's kind of funny how when you scream your self-confidence, you're the, you're the one with the biggest self-esteem issues. You know, whenever you have to prove that you're so confident, you're the one that's screaming, you need confidence, you need self-confidence. And, um, because, True self-confidence and true self-esteem would just 
would just exude from you naturally. But I always had to say, oh, I would never be in a relationship where someone will do this and such verbally or mentally or physically abuse me, not me, blah, blah, blah. Well, I had to go through this lesson. But I was trying to find my way out and I was suffering silently. Truly, I was. Um, And I couldn't understand how I found myself here. Well, this friend recognized how she didn't recognize me anymore. Um, the irony, huh? And I was distorted in my self-identity and I was so lost. Well, she called my parents on the spot one night that I had left and I decided to go sleep in a parking lot of my car instead of humble myself and go to a place that my parents have always said I can go back home to. And I took for granted of that because a lot of people um, understanding and mental, they don't have that support. They don't have a place where they can just always come home. And I have that and I've always had that. But my lack of self-confidence wanted to prove that I had it all together. And I was too humiliated to show that I was failing in this decision and this relationship that so many people told me, you know, hey, you're, you're not yourself right now. What's going on? And I was, again, trying to scream that I had everything together and tried to hold this poise of of having it you know solid that I was too stubborn to where I did not go home I went in a parking lot to sleep in my car but it all worked out but anyway when she did that I was so furious at her I mean I literally stopped talking to her for, for probably about a year Literally, I think she can correct me because I know she's going to be listening to this. She always does. She's a big supporter. And um, she's probably laughing right now and um, saying that girl. But anyway, I remember about a year when I tell you and it was so awkward. We would see each other. We would talk like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then I would keep it moving. Um, And she know that was always my word. Keep it moving. And I just was so mad at her I was like why did you do that you broke my trust like you were my girl like everything you wasn't supposed to do that you know and me when I'm thinking that she was being disloyal she was actually being loyal to her assignment in my life you know God knew I was too broken to climb myself out but she saved my life and my journey and that very moment to healing it began Granted, I made many other poor choices to follow. She she can attest to that. A few of my close, close lifetime friends can attest to that too. But it was a start to my healing journey. <coughs> Excuse me. And you know what? I say that to tell you, you will find yourself in a cycle of broken relationships, friendships, and working relationships if you continue to live an unhealed life. Now, granted, you may find yourself being used by God as an assignment in another's broken-hearted person's life and because darkness is always attracted to light that's just a given fact but the difference is it doesn't become a snare to you let's look at first corinthians 15 verse 33 do not be deceived bad company corrupts good morals okay i'm gonna repeat that do not be deceived bad company corrupts good morals i don't care how hard or tough you think you are you have to be fully aware of who you are and be a healed person for you not to be corrupted. So do not become the brokenhearted. Make sure you are grounded in the spirit and in your walk with God and you are able to separate yourself from the assignment. Remember, I was broken and my friend is still here with me. She could have walked away. She could have looked at that and was like, Mm-mm, that's too much for me. But what happened was, because she was assigned into my broken state, but she didn't take it personal, and she stood solid in her walk with God and recognized her assignment, she was able to help me get through without breaking herself. I'm going to even, you know, give you an example in my marriage, and it takes a lot of work. My marriage sees a lot of peaks. It sees a lot of valleys. It sees a lot of highs, a lot of lows. Um, That's marriage. It, It really is. And my journey in my mental health 
um, walk and becoming um, a clinical social work and hopefully um, um, doctor in, in trauma and crisis um, has allowed me to learn how to separate loving a broken person without allowing it to break me. I'm going to repeat that. It has allowed me to learn how to separate loving a broken person without allowing it to break me. When I was living an unhealed life, loving broken people broke me. When you live an unhealed life, loving broken people can break you. And that will be discussed in part two of this series, Becoming the Broken from Loving the Brokenhearted, which will be next week. And that one is super on fire. But now I get inspired to grow in my marriage and and take some of the broken pieces from both of our past and learn how to allow God to glue it together to create his assigned masterpieces. You know, it's challenging. I would never lie to that. It becomes draining, but the vow I took was to love an individual unconditionally without losing sight of loving myself unconditionally. And that is so important. And that's the key. When you are healed, you can love a broken person unconditionally without losing sight of loving yourself unconditionally. I'll never say stay in a marriage or a relationship that is toxic ever. That is not what I'm saying. Because if you are not assigned or equipped with God's armor for that particular relationship or friendship or work relationship, it is not for you. Get out. But the only way to recognize that assignment is if you are completely healed. Now let's look at unhealthy emotions. If your discernment is giving you an off feeling and you respond or not respond, if you react, let me, let me rephrase that. If you react out of malice instead of love, this can be an indication that you are not healed and you are acting out of unhealthy emotions. See, you have to allow your spirit to embrace others from that off discernment in a healthy manner instead of a judgmental way you can't have a godly discernment with a nasty spirit and i'll say that again you cannot have a godly discernment with a nasty spirit share with others instead of attacking out of false claims and assume defense ephesians 4 31 and 32 says let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you if you tend to do that if you continue to do that you're going to walk around with this dishearted malice jealous offensive defensive spirit i repeat if you don't get your emotions healed you will walk around trying to prove to the world why you are right you're going to try to defend every little false sense of attack for no reason and you're going to create these imaginary wars Mental health, unhealthy emotions, and a lack of diplomacy are all products of living an unhealed life. You must get in tune to every aspect of your soul. What drives you to react instead of respond? Ask yourself. When we react, it's guided by the flesh. But when we respond, it's guided by the spirit. And we've all heard this notion. I had so much, I mean, so much problems with this. I mean, my emotions were king in my life. It ran every aspect of my life. I still struggle with this. I came from feeling less worthy, low self-esteem, rejection, and pain. I mean, I had no idea that finding out my biological makeup at the age of 12 would haunt the daylight out of me. And I say the daylight because that's exactly what happened. My light got dimmed. So I felt unworthy and rejection became my biggest fear and my worst nightmare. No matter how I walked around with a strong head on my shoulders, I was completely insecure. 
I had to prove myself all of the time. But the crazy part was, I didn't even know who I was. I didn't even know who I was proving to be. So true story moment again. These are three incidents I really would like to share. And actually, they're recent ones, actually, just to show you how your healing journey is a lifetime thing. But in part three, I'll dig deeper in telling you how it can become a lifetime beautiful thing. But anyhow. All right. First, first incident. My Instagram writing page is open to the public. Writing Dove. It's a page I wanted to use as inspiration. I wanted to market my passion to inspire others when I made that decision to have it open as, a, as my business page. Well, one day, while I was having a great time with my family and watching an LSU game, I get a notification that a female in my husband's past or slash present kind of liked a post that I shared. And I knew she wasn't a regular follower, So I immediately, guess what? I reacted. I didn't respond. I got offensive. I went into defense mode. I mean, I assumed, as most women do, the lurking alert. And there is some kind of conversation being held. I just knew that this was a conspiracy. People were having these conversations. They just can't let it go. Why can't I just be happy? Blah, blah, blah. I'm the woman. You know, all that craziness, okay? It just took over. So one day I literally went ballistic. I went off on her on the phone. I felt the need to defend myself. I called her out. I thought, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I had had it. I mentally, my my emotional cup had, had ran over. And I was just tired of this war. And the funny part is because there was no known cause of the war. But the division and and division itself period the devil provoked it even more I mean but I had to realize I worked too hard to get a handle over my emotions these past couple of years I worked too hard to create my high self-esteem and confidence to act this way I was like what are you doing why for what over a page that number one I chose to be open for everyone This person may have found some kind of inspiration. God may have led that person to my page for whatever reason, whatever intent. God always have a reason behind everything. God may have been using me for her to gain insight on something. And I'm here tripping and taking things personal. That was crazy. I had to apologize, first of all. And I had to apologize not seeking or asking about her true intent, but from my reaction not hers, none of that. I had to take responsibility and I had to respond to her in the spirit. See, my discernment was off when it happened, completely off. But my short lapse and relapse in healing in my healing journey caused me atta- caused me to attack with false claims and defense. It caused me to judge instead of embrace. It caused me to react with a nasty spirit. So that discernment was off because it wasn't in tune with God. It was mischievously altered by the devil. So you can have discernment all you want. But you need to make sure that discernment is coming from God and not mischievously being altered by the devil. Second incident. Incident. I worked with a lady for years at at a school as a teacher, co-worker. And after the first year, I had a leader literally come to me. They repeated something horrible that this co-worker implied about me. And I carried that grudge for years. I was like, oh, she could be messing with my money. Nobody messed with my money. I know what I do in this classroom, blah, 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 blah. So as I began to grow and turn my life into a life of healing, I learned about mental health awareness. I gained confidence. I gained my spiritual clarity. I just let it go. I was like, what, are, what, what is this war about? That's, what I, that's my mentality. And I'm like, what is this war about? Like, for real. And I apologized. And I apologized for not letting it go. Again, I didn't seek her intent. I didn't even question her about it. The initial thing that caused it. But I truly just wanted to see this woman for her. 
And the last two years of working with this lady was completely amazing. It was peace in my working relationship with her. She became a child of God and I saw her for that. I saw all the positive elements she possessed. She even inspired me to grow. She was really a great teacher. And I stopped allowing Satan's division or divisive soil to grow hatred. I responded to her instead of reacted. And it's so amazing that those last two years, we both worked our way to end our career in the classroom. And she's going to be a successful assistant principal, hopefully a principal one day. And I'm moving into, you know, mental health, social work. And we ended at the same time and we said goodbye. And I have to say that was God's beautiful path. And those last two years of working with this woman was truly amazing. And she really inspired me and she really is good at what she does. My last incident. Recently, I literally felt rejected by certain by certain family members. Um, I felt that way for a long time and I didn't know that past was still hunting me and I always felt left out. I felt my daughter was being left out. And again, I reacted with hurt. But I had to learn that a person's intent is not the key to closure or for your understanding. You don't lead, lean on their understanding, your understanding. It's your growth to not take their intent so personal that will set you free. And so I shared all of this to let you know it's important for you to heal your emotions. I mean, that part is so important in order for you to have a healthy, peaceful life. So now let's look at the consequences um, that living an unhealthy or unhealed life has have unbroken generations. We look at Romans 5.18 and it says, So one man's sin brought guilt to all people. In the same way, one right act made people right with God. That one right act gave life to all people. See, broken generations, recycled negativity, and laws of negative attractions can be consequences of living an unhealed life. You ever wonder why you keep attracting bad? Why you harbor the same demons your mother or father once did? Or why, you know, you suffer countless heartaches? You haven't taken the time to heal. Matthew 16, 19 says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. You can break this. And this is going to be more in depth and part three of this series. So I just wanted to mention it briefly, but I'm telling you this last part, um, part three is going to be so, so good. You don't want to miss it. But lastly, let's talk about your ability to be original. See, your ability to be original says a lot about your spiritual clarity. It says a lot about your spiritual healing. When I say originality, I'm not talking about copycat type stuff. I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about recognizing what makes you different from the rest. See, Luke 12, 7 says, Why even the hairs on your head are all numbered? Fear not, you are of more value than many sparrows. See, two people can wear the exact same dress. But what will set you apart? Nothing is wrong with one person wearing a beautiful dress and she enters the room and others admire that same dress and goes out and purchase that same exact dress. First, you need to take that as admiration, not offense, not jealousy, not negativity. You know, and if you do take that in that way, that's a clear sign of an unhealed life. But most of all, what will make you know, you are how you wear that dress different from the rest. How are you leaving your own mark and making your original touch in this world? You need to embrace your differences. Bring your originality. You may wear different shoes. You may wear your hair differently. You may kill it with different accessories. That's what's going to make you original.
because you have spiritual clarity. You are leaving your own mark. You are healed. When I got the spiritual message planted for my coffee business, for my podcast show, for my nonprofit, for all the passionate projects I have placed in my on my vision board that I'm, you know, seeing the the um come into manifestation. I did my research after I got that that planted in my spirit. And then I allowed the spirit to give me a name. Well, actually, that's always the seed that gets planted first. I always get some type of name. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Then I start doing my research. And then I start learning who I am and growing more into who I am and how I can, you know, put myself into this seed that was planted into me. Um, so then I, I put in the work. But what I have learned is that you have to bring your originality to set you apart. That's business 101 that I that I saw and I start reading about marketing and things of that nature. What sets you apart? What made me di- what made me a different teacher from the millions? What will make me a different social worker from the million of others? What will make my podcast show different from the million others? What will make my coffee taste different from the million of others? You know, there's so many people that have the same exact aim or the same exact um underlining business goal but it's your plan it's is who you are that makes it completely different um what made my last name shine differently on me and made me uniquely different from every other person with those last names what will make you different from all of the millions you ask yourself that i can tell you You can only bring originality if you are healed and have clarity in your spiritual journey. That's it. Yes, many people do copycat from lack of originality, from lack of passion. But many people, there are so many people that get inspired from huge amounts of passion and clarity in their purpose that they may see from other people. And that's okay. Because it's their originality that will, it's their healing that they are adding to that. And that will make it uniquely theirs. It's the healed part in your soul and spirit that makes it original and different and unique. If you are not healed, you will find yourself facing or not facing, forcing creativity. You will find yourself worried about competition instead of company and growth within the community. If you are not healed, you will offensively feel threatened instead of openly sharing. If you are not healed, you will defend yourself instead of lend yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you are not healed, You will keep trying to defend yourself instead of lend yourself. You know how many people that can benefit from shadowing you. You know how many people that can get inspired just from being in your presence. But if you are not healed, if you are not confident in your originality, if you are not sure of yourself, you will be so worried about the next person trying to overshadow you instead of both of you coming up and shedding love and resources to this community. You will not lend yourself. You will not be available to help and mentor and push and motivate and inspire others. That will not get you far. If you are not healed, there is only one you. Give yourself permission to grow in love. Being authentic. I have an episode on this. It's actually um, episode two in this season. It's called Being Authentic. If you get a chance, if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that one, I definitely recommend you to do so. So these three elements I have broken down to you. Living an unhealed life. We want to see you healed. We want this earth. It is time for healing. It is time for us to start sharing comfort, sharing kindness, sharing compassion. It is time for us to heal ourselves. It is time for us to heal this world. I'm telling you guys, the peace 
that I feel. Every incident, every example that I've shared with you to this day, I can literally walk up to every single one of these people and just genuinely give a smile and care about their well-being. That's growth. That's healing. It is time for you to heal. Ask yourself every time you are faced with some type of reaction. Ask yourself, what is this war about? Go back. Define who you are and then turn around and then respond in the spirit. You will see that peace and that calm just take over your life. You have to find yourself. You have to let yourself be free. So now it is poetry time. I hope that you enjoyed that first series as much as I enjoyed providing it. It is poetry time. I'm not sure if I read this poem with you, but I just felt that it was so befitting for, you know, the topic being free healing yourself so you can be free and this one was dedicated to my daughter um it was in the first conversation of hope and the quote started when you are mentally strong but emotionally weak look up and thank god for your spiritual balance you can go through these challenges but never lose sight of your spiritual balance in god heal so you can be free so this, was in, this one is entitled, I'm Free. My life is like a dream. It seems as though I'm looking at myself through the eyes of someone else. I reach out to touch to see if it's real. Yet I can't even feel the pinch of my reality. Numb to pain, hurt, laughs, and cries, and joys. But then I see you and my life now seems normal. Your little smile, your soft grace, your giggles, and your little heart as it pace. I begin to smile and say, mommy loves you, my little gift from God. But then the word mommy turns into single black mother that's left to figure out how to stop you from growing up into a single black mother. Gosh, now I'm back into this cloudiness again, drowning with the thoughts of what used to be so fulfilling of your biological DNA donor. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say father. Then I begin, I become angry because I'm angry, angry and bitter because my life seems like a dream. I pause to find yourself again. Yes, there it is. My vision is no longer a blur. I'm starting to see clarity and I'm now controlling these negative thoughts. Yes, baby girl, keep smiling. Mommy is almost at the surface. I'm almost at the top. I can see some type of light. Yes, baby girl, keep giggling. Map quest mommy back to reality. Yes, baby girl, keep your heart pacing on a rhythm mommy can follow. Yes. Mommy is finally here and no, she ain't gone nowhere because I can see the blessing in you. Yes, baby girl, mommy's life is no longer just a dream. It's a vision of clarity. I see why God created the storm which was formed to push out the birth of my testimony. Baby girl, mommy is not alone for God has lifted every stone from my heart and soul. Now mommy can be your strong black mother. I have evolved in the bittersweet memory that I thought was my hindrance turned out to be my deliverance from bondage thank you baby girl mommy is free to love again and so i'm snapping and i'm snapping and again this was in dedication to my daughter um and i start getting emotional because i remember where i was in my healing journey when i wrote this and to know where I am now is such a beautiful thing. Um, I can't even explain it. But I want to leave you with my book recommendation, of course. Um, it is, again, it's always, sometimes it's, it's a short suite. Um, <clears throat> I did recommend a pretty long one. if I can recall the last time but this one is short and sweet it's only um 74 pages it's less than an hour and it's entitled um you are redeemed it's 30 reminders of your true identity by Bridget A. Thomas 
And the synopsis reads, so many people today are just going through the motions of life. We tend to fight or hide when a storm comes our way. Instead of standing strong and peaceful like well-rooted tree, <clears throat> like a well-rooted tree, we allow other people's opinions and the world's perceptions to define us. And Christians in particular who have been set free still live their lives in chains. It is time for a change. It is time to finally tap into your true identity in Jesus. It is time for you to finally accept God's love. It is time to become the strong person you truly are. And in this book, Arthur Bridget A. Thomas will help you to look at life from a new perspective, find lasting peace, and discover the person you were always meant to be. The healed person, guys. The person that has clarity in their spirituality to bring that originality. The person who can respond instead of act with their emotions. The person that can love the brokenhearted without becoming the brokenhearted. I truly am excited about your healing journey. I'm excited about sharing minds or continuing to share minds with all of you. And I thank you once again for being open and very responsive to everything that I have tried to offer this world and, and this and this earth in my spiritual, mentally, emotionally, and even physical um, capacity. Thank you for your patience, for always being there. And I want you to go out and have a beautiful, 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 blessed and healed week that's coming up um be on the lookout i am um getting ready i should be ready hopefully in a couple of weeks um for the conversation of love a woman's diary this is my volume two but i've added um devotions to this one along with my quotes and i have a collection of omoro's 37 to 40 um poems in this actual volume too so i'm really excited about that and it is exactly what it is it's me being naked and transparent it's a woman's diary um things that i have been through and journeyed through through this healing journey and it really is a conversation of love being in love falling out of love finding my self-love all of that so i poured a lot into this and these collections are really raw and truthful and naked and transparency has been my biggest thing being authentic and being true to myself is so rewarding and i hope you go out and you do the same god bless i need you we need each other guys i love all of you Go out and have your coffee, cup of Dove's coffee, by the way, and Christ. And I love you. Ciao. Be blessed.